Welcome to the first annual The Center Cut Golden Gorilla Penis Award Show. Without further ado, please stand, unless you're driving, and applaud your hosts for the inaugural event, Michael and Dave. That's us. Well, I don't know about you, Dave, but I am sipping champagne. I got my tux on, and by tux, I mean my man thong. Just kidding. But I do own one man thong. My dad bought an economy pack and gave me one. It's just plain black, like nothing fancy, but it gets the job done. I'm Michael, by the way. I'm Dave, and if this was a normal episode, there would be a lot to unpack there, but I think I'm just going to leave it. Perfect. And we are excited as all hell to unleash this thing. We have 12 categories. So that's 12 GGPs to hand out. Actually, 24. 24. We're going to commemorate the fact that we never agree. So we each have our own pick. We are the Academy. Deal with it. We can do what we want. Our show. It is our show. And consequently, these gold gorilla PPs are pretty small awards. So you could fit a bunch of them on a shelf if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you could win multiple of these and not even have to put up a new shelf. You can kind of just hide them in a, in a corner of your room or something. Put them in your nightstand for when you're feeling lonely. Yes, this is the season one Golden Gorilla Penis Award show. Let's do this thing. Let's get it started. Made you most hard in the trousers. So what made me most hard in the trousers this year? That's a hard call. I would say it's a shame we didn't watch anything with Helen Mirren, because that would be the obvious choice. You know, if I said Human Centipede right now, would we just cancel the whole show? Yes. Yes, we would. Okay. Well, I won't say that then. My choice here is all of the drug-induced sex parties from White Lines, mainly because I don't know how you get invited to one of those crazy-ass sex parties. If anyone knows, send us an email. Yes, please. So my pick for this award is Mila Kunis as Lily from Black Swan. She's mm. an attractive female, and even her name sounds beautiful. It just flows off my tongue, like Mila Kunis. It's like I'm gargling water, like drinking Mountain Dew. I love it. Also, Kunis is close to penis. It is. I think that's what it is. That's probably it. This was a tough one for me. I almost went with Will Graham from <laughs> Hannibal. Yep. Ava from Warrior Nun, you know, also an honorable mention, but had to go with Mila. Yeah, that's that's a good choice. I thought about the Mila Natalie Portman situation from Black Swan was definitely at the top of my list for sure as well. Beautiful. Not to mention Banavi. Now, a couple statistics here that we'll run through throughout the evening. So the first year of our podcast, first season, we hit 61 countries international bitches yes now the top five countries were united states india the uk australia and canada hell yeah within the u.s we were only missing three states north dakota south dakota and wyoming fuck you you have no people in your states come on and the top five states were massachusetts new hampshire california new york and virginia big ups to my virgins out there Mm, yeah, Virginia. Here's a question. Is it based on where the person currently resides or just where the IP address is when they download it? Do you know? It's the IP address. So one of our loyal listeners could just drive around to those remaining states and download? That is correct. Okay. Here it is, folks. We need a center cut road tripper to knock out the rest of the states so we can claim all 50. Thank you. Thank you. Biggest surprise. The biggest surprise for me 
was that I wasn't offered a record deal immediately after destroying Dave in our eight mile rap battle. Son of a bitch. (laughs) So the biggest surprise for me is that people actually want to listen to this bullshit. But the second biggest surprise is that this is annoying now that the biggest surprise for me was that you're actually good at rapping. (laughs) (laughs) That's so great. We didn't talk about the our our picks beforehand. So this is pretty excellent <laughs> so you get to take home two golden gorilla penises for that one that you gave yes. yourself like a bitch <laughs> and then one that was given to you i appreciate it now i i don't know about you i had a couple close ones here i almost went with how old joe pesci looked in irishman that was a close second for me yeah he really uh, caught us off guard for sure i i don't have any follow-ups i was mostly expecting everything else <laughs> other than you know how much i ended up loving humpty from puss in boots <laughs> I hated everything to do with that movie. <laughs> we have our top three episodes in which we were asked the most questions. So we'll start with third. We had 22 questions asked for Perry Mason, the TV show. Good old Perry. We appreciate all those questions and we'll, we'll follow up the, with a uh, silver and gold medal for those in, in just a little bit. Biggest letdown. Obviously Mulholland Drive for me. I very much disliked this movie. I felt like there was a decent amount of hype because I everything I read about it said that it was, you know, a classic movie that everyone everyone enjoyed and that won all kinds of awards. And I just did not see the draw. I actually ended up going back and watching the rest of it, too. And I still didn't understand it, didn't like it at all. And it was a big letdown for me. More on that later. For me, my pick was Umbrella Academy Season 2. Now, I loved season one, and then, we, you know, obviously, we only watched the ends of the second season. I did go back and watch the middle of it, and I just, it, it just wasn't doing it for me. I, it was just so tropey, and the characters were worse than they were in season one, and I was just so done with the going back and saving JFK thing. I just, I was, I was disappointed. I, I really was. Yeah, I feel like it was that time period, because we both don't love period pieces, so... Having this go from a current show to essentially a period piece, a little annoying. I agree with that. So next we have a second place for a number of questions, and that is going to go to Outer Banks, just inching above Perry Mason with 23 questions. Congratulations on your silver medal. Now this is the Olympics. Enjoy. Best penis shown. So we saw three penises. For the amount of penises we talked about, well, boy, howdy, would you think we saw a lot of penises? A gentleman from White Lines with a crooked dick swinging around. We also saw Angela's penis in Sleepaway Camp, naturally. And Chubby from Perry Mason. And I'm just going to have to go with Chubby. That big fat boy with that swinging hog that he had. That was the best penis we saw, I think. It was a close second for me, but I had to go with Angela from Sleepaway Camp. Mostly just because of the surprise of it all. And... Also, that it was a bushy young boy's dick. Chef's kiss. And I don't mean that in a pedophilic way. I just like mean it's so outlandish that that we saw a teen boy's puby penis attached to a girl's head. I, I'm here for it. You can't just say I don't mean that in a pedophilic way after a statement like that and expect it for go- to go away. Like, man, that 12 year old is hot. I don't mean that in a pedophilic way. I just think, wow, wowzers. <laughs> it doesn't count. <laughs> the winner of the most asked questions was Hannibal. Hannibal had 30 questions asked that we answered. 
crazy amount of questions. Reddit really came out of the woodwork for this one. They really enjoyed it. It's got, it's a cult classic. 30 questions for Hannibal. Crazy. Wow. Favorite musical moment. I went with the outro to A Christmas Story with my Cucumbers and Hammer Handle song from when I was 13. That's it. There's no comment on it. I appreciate that I even still had it and I was able to... I bought like a recording device to be able to convert the tape, the cassette tape, to get it in the podcast. And because I did all that work, I just... I need to give myself some props again. We've had five categories so far and you've nominated yourself for two of them. (laughs) As... It comes to no surprise to any of our listeners. My favorite musical moment was pretty much all of Jesus Christ Superstar. Us singing in the episode, not the actual songs in the movie. Just the random Jesuses and listen to me's. Loved it. It was my my favorite musical moment of the season. I, I enjoyed it as well. Now, the next few categories, I'm going to run down the most downloaded episodes of season one from five to one. The fifth most downloaded episode in season one was Firefly. Wow. Best character. I'm going to pick a John Cusack from Utopia or Mr. Rabbit. I just think that John really delivered this well. I think that he was cast really well for that role. And I liked that character, that kind of likable, but also hateable villain that also makes a lot of sense. I, I really enjoyed that. So John Cusack in Utopia, favorite character. Yeah, good one. He was one of my honorable mentions here. Uh, I ended up going with Carl Anderson as Judas from Jesus Christ Superstar. I said it before. I'll say it again. Dude can sing. And he threw sand and was basically the impetus for the pivotal Jesus Christ Superstar part of the mm-hmm. whole fucking movie. So I just he was really great. This was a tough one for me. I, I you know. I also almost went with Guy with the rat on his shoulder from the Abyss. And actually, Arby from Utopia was uh same kind of thing as Mr. Rabbit, where it was just like a likable villain. Or or you don't even know if he's a villain. Yeah, that especially with Arby. You don't know what the hell he's doing. Our number four most downloaded episode in season one was Eight Mile. Makes sense with all my good, good rapping. Worst character. I had a lot of choices here. I hated I found out that I hated more people than I liked, which I guess really isn't that surprising for me. That's not surprising for anyone. And I ended up going with the Asian guy from The Human Centipede. What an asshole. He killed himself knowing full well that his dead innards would flow through to the other two women behind him. Chivalry is not dead. You're the head of the dragon. You can't just purposefully die, bro. What a rotten scoundrel. Do you think the person in second place was also saying what an asshole? Yes. Because of the asshole they were attached to? If she could talk, yes. Mm. As no surprise to anyone, have chosen Mel, that big mouth son of a bitch from Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> I hate his big mouth. I hate his accent. I hate his acting. I hate his fucking gorilla stomping out a child. I just hate everything about him. I had a feeling you'd pick him. A few honorable mentions for me. I had Adam from Magic Mike. Guy sucked. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was an honorable mention for yeah. me as well. Puss from Puss in Boots. Garbage. <laughs> Uh, Ronnie from uh, Sleepaway Camp. I hated that guy. And the director guy from Black Swan. Not a fan. Ooh, yeah. That's a good choice. Those are a lot of good honorable mentions there. And speaking of Black Swan, the number three most downloaded episode from season one was indeed Black Swan, our April Fool's Day episode. Didn't see that coming. Best penis hidden. So I'm going to have to say Pope for this one. Pope? From Outer Banks. Oh, I thought you meant the Pope from Warrior Nun. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, there are a few popes, I suppose. Pope <laughs> from Outer Banks. Not to be stereotypical, but he is black. And mostly what I would say is he has this kind of quiet confidence that really speaks to me that this dude just has a great dick. <laughs> he also does kind of look like a young Dennis Haysbert. So mm-hmm. I like it. I went with Leprechaun from Leprechaun 4 in <laughs> space. <laughs> now... <laughs> But this is Leprechaun post his size increase. We did the math in our drunken St. Patrick's Day episode, and he definitely has the largest dong out of all of the characters we've covered this season. So it's a slam dunk for me, dog. Yeah, that's true. He is. Uh, he does have a very large penis. And the number two most downloaded episode of season one was Jesus Christ Superstar. Wow. Would not have guessed. Jesus Christ Pizza Star. Excellent. The new Umbrella Academy 5. For this category, we wanted to amass a new five stars of Umbrella Academy, only using characters that we have seen in any of the shows or movies that we've watched this season. Sans Umbrella Academy. Correct. All right. So five characters to make up our Academy as if we are Sir Reginald Hargreaves. What an asshole. I'm going to start with Jesus of Jesus Christ Superstar. (laughs) Uh, like he can never die. Uh, Who doesn't like Jesus besides Pontius Pilate and atheists? He's the Swiss cheese fighter. You just punch a hole through him and bam, it's like nothing happened. Easy pick for me. The next fictional character I chose was Geralt from The Witcher. Self-explanatory. He's a cool looking vampire slayer. Speaking of vampire slayers, my third pick is Ava from Warrior Nun. She's a new age Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Pretty obvious. Fourth pick is Will Graham from Hannibal. He can use his Asperger's powers to read the villain's minds. And lastly, I went with Matt Damon's character from Contagion. The guy is apparently impervious to disease, so that would probably be useful, I imagine. Those are my picks. Interesting. So I took this a different route, and I actually took characters and gave them powers as if they were in Umbrella Academy. We'll start with Matthew McConaughey from Magic Mike. I think that he'll have the power to hypnotize people with his sultry southern drawl and his guitar and singing prowess. Mm. I also think that Drew Barrymore from Scream is going to be able to use her screaming voice to use force and sound waves to dispatch foes. Now, this is pre-death, correct? Yeah. uh, Yes. No. She's also a zombie. (laughs) Also, we're going to go with the Irishman. Might be a little older than the other ones, so it might not work with all being born on the same day. But we're going to go with Robert De Niro, the Irishman. He's very good with a gun. And in my Umbrella 5, he never misses like Will Smith from the Suicide Squad movie no one watched. Good old Frank. He was one of my honorable mentions, so I like that pick. Mm -hmm. I also have Bud Brigman from The Abyss because he can communicate with aliens. And he can call them down at will to kill everyone. Yeah, good pick. And I also pick the warrior nun. And that one seems pretty self-explanatory because she already has magical powers and is pretty badass. That's my Umbrella 5. Now, I I had a few honorable mentions I wanted to to bring up here. Uh, Lindsay from Human Centipede. She survived someone dying in front of her and behind her and still was alive. That's pretty impressive. Yep. Kevin Garnett from Uncut Gems because he like harnesses the magic diamond power. He harnesses the magic of basketball. I have the dumpster monster from Mulholland Drive. I imagine that she has some cool powers. The old blue cube people. And uh, lastly, I had Mikey from Whack Brackets. Dude's a badass. (laughs) Nice. 
and the number one most downloaded episode of the first season of the center cut was Outer Banks. Whoa. By a landslide, in fact. All those attractive, attractive teens. Yes, sir. I tried to say attractive twice, kind of like you would say sexy, sexy, but then I didn't say the A. So it's like those attractive, attractive teens. Going with it. It's a new thing. I started a new thing. Best listener question. Yeah. So for me, the best question was actually from a Reddit user. It was from our Hannibal episode, and it was submitted by Booleen Phrases. And Boolina asked, is Will a pussy this season? I just thought this question was so succinct, so clear, with an obvious answer, a resounding yes. <laughs> so I went with a non-Reddit user. I went with our listener, Courtney, back from the abyss with her question, if you had a pet alien slash water monster, what would you do with it? Also, what would you name it? And it was the cue that launched a thousand ships. The clip of me talking about my six-year-old bath routine with my penis island has like 1,100 Instagram views. Also, it's just a ridiculous question that has nothing to do with the middle of the movie. And that's our show in a nutshell. Yeah, another honorable mention for me in this one was a question from Kay, part of the Jesus Christ Superstar episode. If you could make a song about Jesus eating pizza, what topping would really shine the chorus? Yeah, that was that was a really great lead in to our our pizza songs. So yeah, that was that's a very yeah. good question. I agree. Thank you everyone for all of the questions you submitted. We all we enjoy them. We enjoy answering them. Keep them coming. And speaking of Kay, she is actually the listener of the show that has submitted the most questions over season one. Thank you so much, Kay, for all the questions. All love. We really appreciate it. Yes, we do. Most likely to watch the middle TV. Yeah, so TV show that I was going to watch the middle of, I actually already watched it, and it was Umbrella Academy. I think that watching the first season definitely contributed to my need to see the second season, but also, you know, not knowing what happened between the caps uh, of the the intro and the ending of season two made me want to go back and, and watch it. So even though I didn't love the second season as much as the first season, I still think that was the show that most spoke to me that I needed to go back and watch. Yeah, I this was a this was the hardest category for me to answer. I thought about Umbrella Academy. I that actually is the only one that I did go back and watch the middle of, just like you. But because I didn't like it so much, I couldn't in good faith choose it as my answer. So I ended up going with Perry Mason, uh, HBO. And here's why. A, this category is not the best TV show. It's just what we would most likely want to watch the middle of. And I will always lean towards anything HBO like HBO has not let me down yet. And just in the ends that we saw, we saw a fat man's dick, a Mexican woman's breasts, a dead baby and multiple actors from Lost. So I can only imagine what the middle contained. So for me, it's got to be Perry Mason and I will get around to watching the middle. Even a period piece. Wow. Yes. Most likely to watch the middle movie. So, Dave. Much to your chagrin, I ended up giving this award to Mulholland Drive. It is the only movie that I actually did go back and watch the middle of. And we covered that with the awesome Damn Fine TV. And it, it's not the best movie. It, it is not. But it is oddball as all hell. It doesn't follow any normal standards. It only makes sense a quarter of the time. And if that doesn't also describe the center cut, well, I'll be damned. We are the little grandparents coming out of a paper bag, and you are the screaming girl as the listener. We are the dumpster monster, and you are Phil from Lost. 
it fits us perfectly. Nope. I refuse to associate us with Mulholland Drive because that was my answer for this as well. And I'm sad that I went back and watched it. I was most likely to watch this because of how crazy it was. And going back and watching the middle just made me more annoyed and made me hate it more. But because of the way it was written, I thought that it was for me the most likely to go back and watch. And I did. And it was bad. Wow. We end the award ceremony with an agreement. How dare you? Weird. I'm so sorry. Well, if I don't say so myself, that was a rousing success. But I think there's one last category we need to dole out here. (laughs) And that is best fan. And that is you. You listening. Yep. You right there. I see you. It's you. From the bottom of my heart, which is probably pretty mushy and enlarged. Thank you. I can't say it enough. Like you made this a great first year for our silly little show. Your support, taking time out of your day to listen, send us questions, like our Instagram posts, buy our stickers. It means more than you know. And I, for one, appreciate you. Yes, it has been a successful season for us. We've enjoyed making this stupid thing for you and we want to keep doing it. So thank you so much for being here, for loving us, for hating us, whatever you do. Keep listening, keep enjoying and keep reaching out, letting us know what we can do better. But thank you so much for everything you've done from the bottom of my dick. (laughs) I think that does it. I think that's it. Also like to point out that that is the most times I've said the word penis in a very long time. Thank you and good night. Good night. 